This is Rachel. And this is Danielle. In Convocation With is dedicated to highlighting the journey of Berea College alumni and friends. Follow along with us as we interview members of the 2012 Berea alumni class to learn more about their time in the bubble and beyond. And this is In Convocation With. I hit the record so we don't do this whole thing and it not be recorded. Oh, good seeing you. Hey. (laughs) How are you? Good. I'm doing good. What about you? Doing well. I told Danielle um, last night we talked. I said, you know, Raymond and I, like, I don't remember our past crossing at Berea. Do you? I, we were always cordial. I don't think, yeah, yeah. we had like a class or anything, but it was That's like always right. a wave. Yep. That's right. I, I never remember us like having like a substantive, like deep talk or anything. And she was like, what? And I was like, <laughs> no, I, I think we were just like on different planets, mm-hmm. which is yeah. weird being at little old Berea. Yeah. But we definitely, I remember like this being cordial waving. We definitely do yeah. each other, but never yeah, cross paths like that. Today, we have the honor of interviewing Raymond Crenshaw. He is a native of Birmingham, Alabama. He graduated from Berea College in 2012 with a degree in elementary education. He received a master's degree in educational leadership and administration from American University. He currently resides in Washington, D.C. and is entering his 10th year at KIPP, D.C., a network of public charter schools. During his time at KIPP DC, he has served in multiple capacities, elementary teacher, grade level chair, and family engagement coordinator, and dean of students. Currently, he is the founding vice principal at KIPP DC Inspire Academy, supporting first through third grade. He is committed to providing an outrageously loving and culturally relevant foundation for his students. Welcome, Ray. We're happy to have you here today. So what made you choose Berea, Raymond? Um, funny story, Carl Thomas. Uh, <laughs> I know you probably heard his name many a times, but um, I had the luxury of coming down to Berea doing Carter G. Woodson weekend. Um, didn't know nothing about Berea, y'all, um, until I visited. <laughs> <laughs> and I just fell in love with the school. I fell in love with the mission. I fell in love with the people. Um I felt the connection. Um, I was uh, came from a small school and was always nervous about going to a big school. But Berea just always felt like home, um, and so that's why I chose Berea. You know, I love it. I loved it. I feel you on that, man. I said the same thing. It just felt like home, and I, you know, I'm sure. Well, I can speak for myself on this. You know, going to homecoming at your like. Um, your church. I don't know if you guys ever like grew up going to homecoming at yeah, church, but yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of what it felt like going yeah. to breathe for the tour. So I feel you. <laughs> so Raymond, your, your bio is so impressive. Um, clearly like you have put a lot of work into your career. What kind of steps did you take at Berea to kind of get to launch you into that? Um, wow, it's so funny because Berea taught me things that, um, lessons that I never learned in DC. Um, I think the biggest thing is like building beautiful connections with people. Um, I think a lot of times in the education system, we get caught up in like 
data and like wanting the best results so you can get the money part. Um, but Berea just really taught me like in order to like for all this to happen, you have to have these authentic relationships. Um, and that's something that I'm really proud of and something that I um, really seek every year, especially when my new like first graders come in because they don't know nothing about school and just building those relationships because it goes a long way. Seeing my babies grow from first grade and like all the way to eighth grade is such an honor. Um, and they still remember me for who I am and know that like, oh, that's Mr. Crenshaw. I can't do that. Or, oh, that's Mr. Crenshaw. I got to get my act together. Yeah. Um, but I think that's from the the relationships I built at Berea uh, and just like really being your authentic self and um, stepping out your comfort zone to understand who people really are, you know? I'm going to go a little bit off script. Did any of your relationships at Berea with friends or professors or people that you met along the way during your time there, did they kind of help you get into that career or? Mm -hmm. My, to be honest, um, my mom is an educator uh, and she taught high school art. And so she was like, you need to do education. I really didn't want to do education. Didn't think nothing of it um, because she was saying, like, take this route go to history, be a history teacher, do like do, be, do physical education. And I didn't have any desire to do that. Um, Bobby uh, is the one who mentioned elementary education. And she was like, Ray, you will be able to like teach anything. You'll be able to like really just change the mindset, help grow these minds of young kids. Um, and so that's how I got into the elementary world. And thank you, Bobby, because the best decision ever. <laughs> Truth. The one and only Bobby Starts. Yes, Bobby even, Starts. I, I wasn't even an education major, didn't take one class, and I still ended up at her house every Christmas <laughs> for the education party, <laughs> which I absolutely adore. Uh, and I love that you said in, in the beginning, a part of your bio was that you create environments that are outrageously loving and culturally relevant. And thinking back to your time at Berea, like when we talk about the great commitments and the morals and principles Berea is built upon, how do you think that plays into the culture and the environment that you build with your students? Oh my gosh, um, really big. Um, a lot of times I think um, people think just because my kids, I, I, my, the population I serve is 100% African-American. Yeah. Um, just because my kids look like me, we come from different backgrounds. I'm from Alabama and they are from DC yeah. and those are two different spectrums of the world, like very, very different. And so I had to adapt, um, and understand the culture and understand, um, this area, this population that I want to serve. Um, Berea really helped me out with that because, um, outside of my circle, I didn't know a lot of people from other cultures and just Berea just really exposed me to a lot. Um, and it really helped um, me understand some of my biases that I have and check that. Um, and that's something that I really value now before I even go into the classroom. Like I'm entering a community that's welcoming me and I need to adapt. I need to learn the community. I need to learn like the specific slang and um, the specific uh, things that go on and make my kids excited. And I think Berea had a lot to do with that because it really taught us, like I said earlier, like the value of like building those authentic relationships. But now I get to just do it, you know, with kiddos. <laughs> That's beautiful. What is your favorite memory of your time at Berea? 
Oh, yeah, I got so many. Uh, <laughs> since I graduated now, I think I can share because I won't get in trouble. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, okay, so my favorite memory. Um, me and my friends had a food fight. And I'm going to tell y'all where. We had a food fight in the Black Cultural Center and nobody knows. So it was one of our friends' birthdays. And um, I, you know, they closed down the student center and I had a key. So I was able to like, nobody knew it. And um, we were singing happy birthday to one of my friends. And so she was like, why y'all keep buying me a chocolate cake? You know, I don't like chocolate cake. Baby, it's your birthday, but the cake is really for us. So (laughs) (laughs) get over it. So she threw the cake, uh, just took a piece and threw it at us. And we started like, yeah, we had a food fight. But then it was so fun because we cleaned up and nobody knew. We cleaned that entire space up. Nobody knew. But then like the next day, you could see a little bit of icing. And I was like laughing. So I had to like clean it up really, really fast. But yeah, we never got caught. And, <laughs> and you didn't hear it here. It you never heard it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is so fun. Kudos to you guys. For, <laughs> kudos to you guys for cleaning it up. Yeah, we cleaned. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, because they would have definitely pinned that to me. No, 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 no. <laughs> I have a feeling Mr. Crenshaw leaves the space cleaner than when he found it. You no, know I do. <laughs> <laughs> That's the educators and all of us on the on the call today. <laughs> exactly. But I also want to point out that like service learning college. So like mm-hmm. one of your friends was going to be cleaning that up at some point. Oh, somebody, That's yeah. True. <laughs> yeah. Let's be realistic about that. Yeah. So speaking of service and work-study college, what was your labor position at Berea? Oh, my gosh. Um, My first year, I started working out there at Alumni Relations. Um, Then I got to work at the Black Cultural Center, and that's why I spent the majority of my time. Um, I worked for the Campus Christian Center with Dr. Gloria. Um, And then I also, I think my junior, senior year, I was Althea Webb, who is I love so much. Um, one of her, I forgot the title, was it assistant teacher or something like that? I forgot the title. Yeah. Yeah, but I like her T- yeah, her TA. That was her TA. Her TA. Yeah. Did we call what did we call them TAs back then? Was that the official title? I think so. Teaching assistant. Yeah, yeah I just don't remember I think so. That being my title, but it was I'm basically a TA. <laughs> Raymond was a TA. Yes. <laughs> I well, love it. A different assignment like every year. Look at you building that portfolio. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Yeah. yeah I do you, how do you think that those different labor assignments helped you then propel you in your career? Um, wow. So many things. Um, the alumni relations really taught me how to be around people. Like I told you earlier, I only know my tribe. And I had the privilege of meeting all students, all alumni, and just learn from them. So that year was very eye-opening for me. Um, being at the Black Cultural Center, um, I was there with Dr. Bradley um, and Amber Davis, and they just helped instill that confidence in me um, and kind of see myself in a new light. Um, Working for the Campus Christian Center with Dr. Gloria, she really taught me, like, she is my mentor. Um, and she passed away last year, but she just taught me the value of self-love, self-respect, and like being connected with whoever you want to be connected with. Um, so I, I appreciate that. 
And Althea just, that's my girl. She held it down for me and she made me realize I can, I can do this teaching thing. I can do it. <laughs> yeah. I, I have to ask, you know, you don't seem like you lack or have ever lacked confidence. And I certainly didn't know you to lack any confidence in college. So like, was there just like a certain aspect that you felt like you were missing? Yes. I always thought like, and I still kind of beat myself up about this. Like I'm they, um, not worthy. Um, I always feel sometimes kind of less than, or I'm not doing enough. I always kind of get in my head. Um, and so that's where that came from. Or if I make a mistake, that's like the biggest mistake in the world. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so yeah, it, it, it pops up a lot. <laughs> Especially, the, the, it mostly self-doubt. But I try to yeah. you know, like, get through it. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like definitely having all those different mentors help guide you along the way at Berea have definitely have, I, you know, I can't speak for you, but like, it just seems like you've got these incredible like foundation stones at Berea to like help you through those times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I definitely agree. Um, I always tell people that when I was, I was like popular in high school, all of that, but I was a little lonely. I didn't have any friends. Um, and when I got to Berea, I felt like that's when I found my true friends and I found like who Ray is as a person. Um, and it really was also the help of those, my mentors, my, some professors, mostly my, um, like the, the labor programs that I worked for really instilled a lot of, um, things in me. They challenged me a lot. Um, so I really believe in myself. And like I said, sometimes I do get in my head, but uh, I don't know if that'll ever go away. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think that's relatable and that we all go through that self-doubt and to know that you're like such a role model and leader and that you still struggle with that. I know I still do. Dano, I see you shaking your head. It's just and sometimes I think maybe coming from a background that was struggling and put us in that position to be at Berea, maybe is that insecurity that I can't seem to shake, but I know I really resonating with what you shared. And so what led you to DC? Like, how did you end up in DC? Oh my gosh. Do y'all remember Kai and Bernie? And oh yeah. Yeah. Those are my brothers for life. Um, so we went on a, I turned the spring, spring break trip. Uh, I think my sophomore year, me and, do y'all remember Corey Lewis? That's like one of my really, really close friends too. Um, where we planned a trip. We went to New York for spring break. I never knew about a charter schools. I didn't know nothing about charter schools until we went to New York. We went to these charter schools, had a great time. Um, Kayam and Justin, you know, graduated in May. And because of education, we graduate in December. Yep, yep. They apply for this the Capital Teaching Residency Program. Yeah. And so it's an alternative program to get your certification, but you'll be walk, working for KIPP DC. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a year-long program. When I say, and I was like, okay, we went to, we came to visit DC. I said, DC is where I want to be. I applied for the program and got in. Yes. Um, yes. And been here ever since. Um, that experience was completely different than Berea. Yeah. Um, it taught me a lot, but yeah, that's, that's, 
That's how I don't think it would be 10 years, but it's been 10 years. <laughs> it going on Shoot. 10 years. Doesn't happen that way. Yeah, I thought I was gonna do like three and done. Like, but yeah. yeah. Still here in DC. I feel yeah. you. Still in Colorado. <laughs> oh and my I'm god, Corey's in, in Colorado. Where's Corey at? He just moved to Colorado. Where? Denver? Yes, in Denver. Mm-hmm. Oh no way. Ooh, we're gonna have to link up. Yes. <laughs> That'll be, be fun. fun. I know, sidebar, Raymond, and this doesn't have to be in the podcast, or it can be. Uh, my friend Chelsea Wilhelm worked with you at KIPP DC. We did Teach for America together. I know she goes by Chelsea Marsh outside of, like, the school area, so kids can't recognize her. But I told her we were interviewing you, and she was like, Raymond? He went to school with you? And I was like, yeah, he went to Berea. And she was like, no way. He's so fantastic. And I was uh, like, I, I feel like I know. I'm, also fantastic. I'm, I'm terrible with names. I'm terrible with names. You'll have to look her up after. Okay. But okay. just know that you have such a great reputation that even uh, people I met in Teach for America know who you are. Oh, uh, thank you. <laughs> and she she really admires you. Oh, uh, thank you. <laughs> okay. Next question. This is the hard one. Okay. Actually, it's the easy one. Giving Day is coming up on September 1st. Why has it always been important for you to give? Oh, my gosh. It's so important. Because first of all, people gave to me um, who've never met me, who never, uh, I mean, never meet in life. Um, But they believed in my education. um, And I think that's why it's important to give. Um, Berea does a great job of just not only building people to be like good educators or good like scholars, but just overall good people. And um, the experience is one of a kind. Um, it's important to just always give back, but give with purpose, give that you know that your money is going somewhere good and know that you have people who are invested in seeing these young people change the world and whatever they may do. Um, I've met people who didn't finish Berea. I've met people who finished Berea, but everybody who's had a relationship with Berea has done amazing things. And their time at Berea has been a big part of their life. Um, And that's why I also just think it's important to give because you're just planting these seeds to uh, these young minded people and help them grow to be like really great citizens in the world. And hopefully we'll end up, you know, um, helping other people along the way. I love that. Giving with purpose, man, you thought we were throwing you a curveball there and you just like hit you that nailed out. it. <laughs> and it's so true. Everything you said. Yeah. Yeah. Maria was the best. If Take out some of the classes. <laughs> <laughs> but that was one of the best experiences of my life, like truly the best experience of my life. And I think that's what inspired us to want to do this podcast and hear other people's stories and their different experiences about their time at Berea. And it's funny that the commonality is we all had the best experience of our life, even though it looks different Mm -hmm. on each person we talk to. Yep. Yeah, I totally agree. Totally agree. So now we have the fun round and it's the Berea rapid fire question. So if you know rapid fire and I know you do, you answer as quickly as you can, just whatever pops in your head first. So what was your freshman dorm? 
Dana. Okay. What was your favorite lunch? Oh, breakfast, breakfast of omelets, y'all. I miss those. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I didn't really care for lunch, but it was the breakfast. I'm sorry. Breakfast hands down. Okay. I just okay. need to say favorite food because the last people also answered breakfast. And <laughs> I think that's the, like who didn't get up on Saturday before noon to go get the potatoes, yes. like the fried potato cubes. Yes. yes. You know, after a Friday night, you needed that those carbs yes. uh, to soak it all up steady <laughs> spot of choice <laughs> nap hall okay yes all right what did you spend your free time doing <laughs> <laughs> being a mess being uh spending time with my friends <laughs> being ridiculous okay just say that no, let's be real. You were in the pool always practicing for the swim test. <laughs> that too. <laughs> oh my goodness. She just called him out. Or you remember we did the um gymnastics class. I forgot the name of it. Remember that? Oh, was it the was it the dancing one for yes, like dancing yeah. one? We put two of them together. Yep. It was one for you got a PE credit, but I forgot what we had to do, but yeah, we yeah we've been in a lot of routines together. Yes, Day routines, yeah. Oh, that's. I can still do the moves. I wish I had this uh, on video from back then. We would uh, show it to everyone. Uh, what was your favorite convocation? Um, having Michelle Alexander do the uh, New Gym Pro. Yes, awesome. I remember that as well. Uh, what was your favorite season at Berea? Oh, winter, hands down. Really? I love the snow. Everything about it. Yes. Well, he's he's from the south, honey. So he's yeah. got to have that snow. Now, we, the fall, we're over here with the fall. The leaves, the trees. Okay. He's over it. He wants snow. He wants some hot cocoa. Yes. What are you reading right now? <laughs> Children books. <laughs> Chester's way. <laughs> A new beginning, you know? Yes. I, I answered the same question with the very hungry caterpillar. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> what are you listening to? Music? Oh, Beyonce Renaissance, her new album. Oh, of yeah. <laughs> what are you most looking forward to? Um, this weekend, <laughs> rest get away. Um, also looking towards the end of the year, be with my family. Yeah, I miss them. Well, and so are we gonna see you at homecoming in November? Yes, you are. Yes. <gasps> you heard it here. Or I'm gonna be there. Yeah, I can't miss this one. Not at all. Uh uh. I will in be our 10 years. 10 years. Yeah, I cannot believe it. I cannot believe it. I'm just gonna throw this plug in here that I came up with a really good idea yesterday and I hope Berea is listening because I think there needs to be a DJ from our class for at least the first part of like the homecoming like dance or block party and then they can switch to like whoever's in school right now that's fine um I want that too but you know what I really want Y'all gonna like right that's so ridiculous. I remember going to homecoming and seeing the alumni and like why are these older people at the alumni dance? Like they should not be at our homecoming dance. Like why? I hope when I go to this dance, someone says the same thing to me. Why is this old? Why are these old people there? 
that'll make my day. <laughs> We're going to have fun and they're going to accept it. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yes. <laughs> I was we are right going great. <laughs> I remember like saying the exact same thing. I remember like, I thought I was hot sugar and I was standing there in my dress and I'm like, why are these old people here? I'm like, I need to get my dance on and they're throwing yes. the move. Yes. And I, yeah. I'll, I'll, that probably my dance about to call me old. <laughs> I know. I think we need to like, get, you know, have the after party after the class party at the Boone Tavern. Like we need a different spot after. We're yes, going to we work do. this we out. Do. <laughs> As do. giving chairs, we're going to take on this responsibility. Now, Danielle already said to me 930 was late for the class party, but I know she's going to rally. Not especially, not, especially. Yes, 930 is not late. Well, no. I am bringing along my three and one year old. It's late. But Gma and Lair Bear are coming along for the trip and they're going to take the kids that night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we're going out. <laughs> we're going I out. Like, yes. I need to make sure to like get a piece of Papalino's pizza and like some cake. Some chocolate cake from Papalino's. Yes. yes. That's what Dano said. I don't know that I ever had the chocolate cake. Oh my gosh. Warm it up <laughs> 10 seconds. It's amazing. I swear. I don't think I did. You were completely missing out because that was like, that cake was, I think about it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> that was everything. The best. The best. We are not. I just want to make a note here. We are not sponsored by Papalinos, but if anybody would like to sponsor our podcast, we are completely <laughs> Please, yes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and please let us eat free. Give me the chocolate cake. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Free, I'm buying us some slices of cake, okay? I got you. Okay. I'm. It will be my first chocolate cake. I'm so excited. It's so good. <laughs> So, Raymond, uh, what are you most looking forward to homecoming weekend? Uh, reconnecting with people I haven't seen since graduation. Um, just being back on campus. Uh, I feel like every time I go back, it gives you this sense of, sense of like belonging and having you feel like refreshed and renewed and just like rejuvenated. Um, and to go back as alumni, like 10 years ago, we walked on the campus of Berea. Um, like, just celebrate all our successes right now. Um, it's going to be interesting seeing people. <laughs> the the you know the, the students, the current students there <laughs> now um, as an adult because I mean we were adults back then, but now we're really grown. We're grown. <laughs> yeah, real grown. <laughs> uh, so, but I'm just um, happy to just kind of relive some of those, um, not the wild things, but relive some of those. Uh, the memories I had of Painted Maria. Yep. And, and so, chocolate cake with you, beautiful ladies. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any any professor or like someone that lives in the area um, that, you know, still lives there that you are really looking forward to like seeing? Bobby, Althea, Wendy. I've already hit them up letting them know I'm on my way. Oh, I love that. The Bullock. The Bullocks as well. Yes. Yeah. If there is like an education, like meeting time, like education major, like meeting time that you hear about, please be sure to like pass that along to us and we'll be sure to put it on the podcast page. I definitely will. Right. I definitely will. Well, Raymond, we are so honored and grateful that you were able to join us today on In Convocation with. This has been a blast. 
And I cannot wait to see you in November. Thank y'all for having me. This has been so much fun. I hope to do it again. And if you ever come to DC, please let me know. Okay. Oh, I absolutely. I will be there. I have a lot of friends that live in DC. So the next time I'm there, we're going to go out and do something hey, fun. Please, please. Maria please. Beloved, everywhere yes. we go. Yes, yes. <laughs> and same goes up because you do like winter. Yes. If you come to Colorado, please let me know because although I may be like, I'm on the other side, like close to Utah. Okay. Some fantastic places along the way. And I'd love to come out and see you. And I definitely will because Corey's there now. And so traveling yeah. to Colorado more wow. than, yeah, I usually have in the past. So, yep. Awesome. Thanks again. All right. Thank you. all See you yeah. later.